everybody. This is Brother James Price with Whosoever Ministries. What a wonderful song. I can't even walk without you holding my hand. Uh, that is so true in this day and time. Uh, we got a word from you. We've been talking about keys to the kingdom. Uh, my wife has been studying on holiness. So I'm going to turn it over to her and let her talk to you a little bit. Uh, but you can check us out on Facebook on Whosoever Ministries and Instagram on Whosoever Ministries. Uh, you have to go to Whosoever Ministries page. Hello. Um, anyway, uh, to find us on Facebook, you have to type in Whosoever Ministry page, and it'll take you right to uh, that site. Okay, First uh, Peter one sixteen. Uh, once, yeah, you must be holy because I am holy. Sorry to say, we are all imperfect individuals that can't uh, attain God's perfect standards. But there is a way to be holy and acceptable to God. How? Conduct. Behave in yourself in your conduct. 1 Thessalonians 4.3 It is God's will that you be sanctified. 1 Peter 1.15 But just as he who called you who is holy, so be holy in all you do. Do you think your holy standing with God can be lost? Uh, let's look at this a minute. Let's say you're a genius, and then because of some unforeseen events, you lose all knowledge and you become below average in your behaviors. From smart to dumb. Remember Hebrews chapter 3 verses 1 and then chap uh, verse 12. It warns about holy brothers that developing a wicked heart lacking faith by drawing away from God. With that said, the answer is yes. You can be out of context with God. Remember Proverbs, that God isn't in sin? So if something in your life is blocking your walk in holiness, you need to get rid, you need to rid yourself of it. Get on your knees and repent that sin with a broken heart and renew your mind daily in the Word of God. Now everybody wants benefits. Let's look at five for holiness. Psalms 15, 1 through 6. Holiness fosters in intimacy with God and builds spiritual strength and stability. 2 Timothy 2, 20 through 26. Holiness makes us useful and effect effective for God's purposes. 1 Peter 2, 9 through 12. Holiness in your life causes people around you to glorify God. 2 Peter 3, 10-18 Holiness builds peace with God. Ephesians 5, 1-17 Holiness pleases God and produces fruit. If you don't know what that fruit is, you can find it over in Galatians chapter 5. Holiness sets us free and draws us closer to God. Called to holiness sets us free from bondage and consequences of our own sin. 
Psalm 15, 1 and 2. Keep me safe, O God, for in you I take refuge. I said to the Lord, You are my Lord. Apart from you I have no good thing. Do you know your holiness brings God glory? Wow, that's wonderful. When we reflect God's character to the world, the Lord smiled down on us and said that this is my daughter or son. Isn't that amazing to be called a salt, a daughter or a son of God because of something that you're doing in your conduct, that you're, you're striving to be more and more like Jesus every day? It's imperative, folks, that you strive to be holy like Jesus. Reading your Bible every day, listening to Christian talk show, listening to praise and worship music, attending church every time the doors are open, going to church functions and crusades. You can quote scriptures and verses all day long. These things do not make you holy. That's true, people. You would be classified as a hearer that doesn't put the word of God into actions. Don't get me wrong. All these things I listed are wonderful attributes to do and have when you are applying action and motion to be like my loving Savior, Jesus. Some examples of being unholy. Hopping from bed to bed. Stepping out on your husband or wife by conversation, flirts, pictures, porn, affairs, and one night stands. Lying and hiding things from the people closest to you. Gossiping. Lying. Unforgiveness. Drugs and alcohol. Murder and the like. These kind of people will not inherit the kingdom of God. Matter of fact, it says that uh, what they will inherit, because God uh, hates seven things, is will be the lake of fire. Learning to be holy is seeking God daily and denying your body, mind, or heart that is crying out for the sin you are in. 1 Corinthians 11.1 1, Paul said, Be imitators of me as I am of Christ. When we are saved, we are made holy. It's our choice to obey the word of God or toss it in the wind because we have grace. Well, what a wonderful message. How are you living your life today? Are you straddling the fence? One leg's in the world, one leg's in the church world. You got a good heart, but you just can't get grounded and founded in God's word. We've all been like that from time to time. You know what really bugs me, and I love the Catholic people, but they call the Pope a Holy Father. I'm going to tell you folks, and I don't want to break your little hearts out there, and I'm speaking against the Catholic Church, but uh, there is no one holy but God. And see, the Bible says, be ye holy as we are holy. How do we do that? We strive daily. We read God's word. We stay in prayer constantly. I stay in prayer 18 hours a day. I may not be speaking out loud. I'm praying constantly at work. Uh, and I'm trying to seek God's will over little areas of my life that, that, that I have bondage in. See, nobody's perfect. I don't care how long you've been uh, a minister of the gospel 
praise and worship leader or Sunday school teacher. You got some kind of sin in your life that you just need to turn over to God. See, we all have, the Bible says we all have fallen short of the glory of God. So none of us is perfect, but we got to strive. When we see them little errors that's popping up in our lives, it's displeasing to God, where we need to repent. And repent means simply to be turned away from and walk away from. Sometimes it's easier said than done, but over time, if we keep re, uh, giving it to God and trying to get rid of it ourselves, sooner or later it will not have no hold on you. When you conquer that area, the Holy Spirit will show you another area. It's an on, it's an ongoing thing. You'll you'll be practicing trying to be holy every day of your life or the rest of your life, and then we'll conquer holiness. And when we we'll finally get home with the Lord, but as long as we're here on this earth, we need to do the best we can to be a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. No wonder people's not going to church or won't. Uh, watch Christian TV or listen to praise and worship. They see the way the Christian, the church people live. Why should I go to a church and all they talk about is one another? Talk about somebody, the way they dressed or what they did or what kind of house they live in or uh, who's dating who in the church. That sounds like a bar to me, but you see uh, many churches are like that. And no wonder the world don't want to go to church. They can get more out in the world than they can in church. They can get more Jesus in the world than they can in church, and that is pitiful. Why? Because the church is not measuring up to God's standards. See, the church building is just a building. That's all it is, four walls with a bunch of pews or chairs in it. But we're supposed to be the church. We're supposed to be the bride of Christ. The one that uh, represents Christ. The one that he's coming after. And see, we all need to practice holiness in every area of our life. We can't practice in one area and let another area default. We can't uh, have a constantly say we're doing good by studying the Bible every day. That is great. I'm proud of people that do that. I do it myself. Uh, but the Bible, I'm going to tell you reading the Bible is not going to get you into heaven. It's going to give you understanding of God's will and God's word. But that Bible will not get you into heaven. Singing praise and worship songs will not get you into heaven. Quitting smoking cigarettes or cussing will not get you into heaven. There's only one way into heaven, folks. And see, the churches try to tell you you got to be do this to do that. Uh, in other words, you got to work for your salvation. You ain't got to work for your salvation. Your salvation's already been worked out through Jesus. He done all the work for us, and we just received that free gift. And see, that gift is given to us freely. And today, He's wanting to give it to you. He's crying out. You know, we're in a worldwide pandemic in America and across this world because of COVID-19. Now they've got new strands coming around uh, that's killing people faster and quicker and hitting them even harder than the, the original strand. See, what if you catch that and you're, you catch it today and you're gone tomorrow? All the things on this earth is not going to 
matter to you. Your money that you're making and your careers that you built over the years is not going to matter to you when you face Jesus. Your children, your wife, is not going to matter to you when you face Jesus. It's a personal relationship. We're all going to stand before him. The Bible says every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. If you don't bow before him here on earth, I guarantee you one thing, you will bow before him when you get to heaven. And see, that day's coming, folks. It's coming quicker and sooner than most people even realize. Mostly with this pandemic going around this world again, uh, getting stronger and stronger and taking more lives every day. We could be next. We could be here today and gone tomorrow. Is your home prepared in heaven? If you took your last breath today, where would you be? You know, you're going to either spend your life either in eternal glory with the Lord Jesus Christ. Or you're going to live in that place called hell. And hell is real. People don't want to talk about it. But it's outer darkness. The reason it's out of darkness is because you're away from God. It'd be weeping and gnashing of teeth. See, your flesh ain't going to be in hell, folks. I don't care what how many preachers tell you that. Your flesh is not going to be in hell. Only your spirit will. Your soul will. The same soul that can make a decision either to be in heaven or to be in hell. With this pandemic, we don't. none of us know if we're going to be here tomorrow. So I'm asking you, if you don't know Jesus, and maybe you're not walking the way that you should walk, and maybe you knew Jesus and walked away from him. Maybe you once served him. Maybe you was once a minister. I just ask you to bow your head and say this little prayer after me, and it'll change your life forever. Say, Father, forgive me, I'm a sinner. And today I need a Savior, and I choose your Son, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. I confess that I've done wrong in my life, but this day I confess that I have a Savior. And His name is Jesus. And I know that you rose Him on that third day. He rose out of the ground, so I can rise out of the ground. And if you said that little prayer, welcome to the family of God. He loves you. He wants to put his arms around you. I ask that you just get a Bible, start reading in the book of John, and ask God to show you which direction to go to and apply it to your life. Well, we can all try to practice holiness. Jesus walked in holiness, and I believe that we can too in many areas of our life. And until next week, this is Brother James Price and Tanya Price with Whosoever Ministries. You can contact me at 256. 601-2650 or you can call the radio station they will give you my number and my address God bless